Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. I'm your host, Fred Riley. As always, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. So today, uh, we're going to be talking about trust in just a few minutes. Before we get into our topic of trust, I wanted to, to let everybody know that starting Thursday, the 13th uh, of this month, we're actually going to start doing some live um, casts, webcasts. I don't know what they are. I'm just learning about this stuff. But we're going to do a, a live uh, chat on Instagram. Riley Counseling is where you can find us. And I'll be doing some question and answer type uh interactions, and then also some subject matter. So every Thursday at 8 o'clock, starting on the 13th. So please tune in, and I look forward to meeting you and and fielding your questions. So today we're going to talk about trust. Now, trust is often, you know, it's a core issue uh, in terms of relationship building, whether it's at work or at, uh, with a, rela- uh, a spouse, romantic relationship, uh, work relationship, business relationship, all of those uh, areas are largely built on trust. And somebody the other day was asking me, you know, they, they, what they told me is they said they have an issue. They say that they trust somebody or they don't trust somebody. Kind of this all or nothing trust. And I wonder if you feel that way. Sometimes I do. And I told this individual that that's really discouraging because, you know, at any given time, that relationship with somebody could sever or become untrusting because that person that you're trying to get that trust from can make one wrong move and then it feels like the whole relationship falls apart. It feels like you trusted them before and you shouldn't have. And so sometimes we have a tendency to evaluate trust and be very, have a very tight template, if you will, of how people ought to behave, where they ought to be, trusted and how they ought to be trusted. And sometimes that template is so tight that we're kind of letting ourselves down. We're not giving ourselves an opportunity to see the rest of the person. So what I shared with this individual is this idea of breaking people up into parts. When we talk about parts, what that does is it allows us to see that there are many different aspects of an individual. When there's very many different aspects of an individual, what we can find is that we can trust part of them, or we can share things in common with them, but also not share other things in common. This allows us to view others in a more dynamic way. This allows us to 
work through relationships in a in a way that uh, you know it's not so cut and dry. There, we're allowing for mistakes. We're allowing for errors. We're allowing for the opportunity to talk about that mistrust and and do some repair. So what I talked to this individual about was breaking this individual up into parts. And so what I asked her is I said, so this individual that you don't have trust with anymore, what did you have trust with her in the past? And she was able to label that. She's able to say, I've always trusted her to do X, but now she's done this, this other thing. So so this individual, her trust went from totally trusting this individual in one area and then absolutely not trusting this individual because of something that happened in a different area from a different part of her. So what we did is I said, you know what, let's work on saying that you can trust that this individual will do will show up on time, for example. And it's okay, you're not risking to trust that part, especially if you look at it like I can trust her to be there on time. I can also trust that if she... Uh, doesn't have a good answer. If she doesn't know what she's talking about, she'll make one up. Okay, what that does is it allows us to not look at the person as a whole and they rise or fall on everything they do or say. It allows us to give them a little bit of breathing room. It allows us and allows them rather to be human. You know, I told this individual, I said, you know, as perfect as you are, this person is, she does a good job. She, she, I think she's really trustworthy. She's very honest. And what I told her is, we'd like to think that the world is trustworthy. We'd like to think that they're honest, but we're also human. So what this does is it allows us to have some leeway. It allows us to trust that this individual will help us with our car, or this person will help us with an assignment. But it allows us to still appreciate them, still love and respect them, knowing that in another area, like making a phone call, we can trust that this person is not going to make a phone call. What that does is it gives us flexibility. It gives us an ability to see people for who they are. It gives us an ability to stay in a a good, respectful mood, not feel so alert, so risky around people. Because honestly, if you don't see people in parts, you're going to rise or fall based on everything that they say. And that's what this lady was talking about. She says her world is quickly untrustworthy. She feels like she can't trust anyone. And so we talked about changing the criteria for that trust. To And she's practicing it. She's going to practice to open up that trust to evaluating parts of individuals versus all or nothing in terms of what happens or occurs with that individual. All right, welcome back to Counseling on Demand. I am your host, Fred Riley. So uh, today we're talking about trust, and we're talking about a newer way to look at trust. You know, trust really needs to build up over time, and trust is based upon the knowledge base, our general idea of our experiences with somebody. And sometimes our experiences with somebody, we have such a, a, a tight template where just one wrong move, one mistake, one uh, misunderstood thing, 
week that doesn't match up, if you will, with our knowledge base, all of a sudden we can feel like this person uh, has been uh, wrong has wronged us. They're they're not trustworthy. They're sneaky. They they lie. They play games, and and so we're going to broaden that so that so that uh, our trust of individuals doesn't teeter so much. It doesn't uh, become. It doesn't go off the the cliff, if uh, if you will, in regard to every moment. We need to look at trust in a more dynamic way. We need to look at trust as something that's built over time. We need to look at trust as parts of individuals that we can trust, parts of individuals we can't trust, but also trust that something, you know, trust is something that builds, like I said, but it's not absolute. In other words, you, uh, somebody could actually really lose complete trust of you. It can rebuild again as we experience uh, with that individual, we experience uh, trust-promoting uh, experiences. In other words, we're adding new information into that knowledge base. So one way that I look at trust that helps sometimes is I call it negative trust. And what negative trust is, is you know, and I, I say this to my kids, I say this to my clients, you know, they'll say, uh, Fred, you don't trust me. And I'll say, well, certainly I trust you. What I'm talking about is negative trust. Negative trust is I trust that you will lie to me. That's negative trust. I trust that if you, uh, let's talk about my daughter for a second. I trust that at 1015, you'll, you'll text me and ask to be home at 1025. I trust that. Now, what I'm saying there is, is that trust is about predictability. Okay. We love to know what's about to happen. And so when we talk about trust, we think about positive trust. We think about we can predict in a comfortable way that this person's going to do what they said that they're going to do. But we can also predict on the other side that part of somebody is going to be late because that's what they do. The reason why I say that is that when we look at parts of somebody and we have a negative trust that they're going to show up late, what we're doing is it kind of feeds into this idea of unconditional positive regard which is this idea that although I know I cannot trust, that's that negative trust, I cannot trust this person to show up on time, I do trust, I can predict, that when they're here, they're going to do an incredible job with the tasks that they do. This allows us to see a a more full, more dynamic range of an individual versus being hung up on this uh, false expectation that they're going to earn trust by suddenly showing up on time. And if they don't show up on time, our trust fails and we we start to judge this person. We start to feel like we're not significant, what have you. So the idea, again, trust is another word for predictability. Negative trust is the ability to predict. And sometimes in a lighthearted way, with some of my friends, I can predict that they are going to say they're going to do something. And then rather than be upset with them, when they don't, I know that's going to happen. I can negatively trust. I can predict that when they say something's going to happen, I know it's not, but I know this other thing, whatever it is, when they say they're going to do that, I know they're going to do that. This allows us to have a good scope. It allows us to focus on what is working, those parts that can trust. It allows us to feel more secure in relationships where we don't 
feel like we have to go ride up or down based on everybody's every you know what every action every word that people say this allows us to see them with absolute positive regard it allows us to feel safer allows us to feel like uh, the world is trustworthy in general so we're going to focus on looking at trust in a dynamic way we're going to look at parts of people there's a part of somebody that i can't trust but this part i can people are not all or nothing they are individuals that excel and are trustworthy in some places and struggle in other places. This allows relationships to build, it allows relationships to repair, and it allows you, most importantly, to feel safe in your environment. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can find us online at gettingbacktolife.com. That's getting back the number two, life.com.